You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this current episode of the Female Entrepreneur's Journey podcast, here to help you learn a little bit more about how to help your business with branding and basically all of the things. Today, it's a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and it is selling yourself, like selling yourself as a service provider, as a coach, as a designer, as a really any person in that space. And as a coach and as a former website designer, I definitely have been on both sides. I've been um, sold to, I've sold to others. And I think the really great part about this podcast is that I'm able to not only share my own personal journey with you guys, the stories that I have for that, but also some ways that helped me reframe it and helped me to kind of see what works best for me now and how I sell and all those type of things. So first things first is thank you so much for being here. Like, thank you so much for taking the time and listening to this and just being who you are. I'm so excited for you guys to learn a bit more, but um, just as a quick friendly reminder is that also this episode is sponsored by my Instagram free training. So I made a Instagram guide all for hashtags, how to use them for sales, how I got some of my clients actually through hashtags, um, which you'll learn all about in the guide. And if you want to learn that, you can go to danielleclem.com slash Instagram, which you'll find in the show notes. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, guys. So selling. (laughs) It is one of those things that everyone does not like to talk about or some people like to talk too much about, depending on who you are. But I think what's really interesting is that people in the service space, or really anyone who has a business, you created that for one reason or another, but mainly to help others. Like you're helping someone resolve a problem, dissolve a pain point. You created that for that for those people. And what can happen is this is the first time we've ever been in this type of venture in the sense of this is probably one of the first times you've owned your own business where you're the one wearing all the hats or you're doing all the marketing where you're doing all of the creation and it can get kind of overwhelming but what's even more overwhelming is trying to sell your product your service or yourself and to be quite honest when it comes to selling your service you are in some sense actually selling yourself and who you are and kind of your um, personality and your techno- uh, techniques and such like that. So it can kind of get blurred a little bit for people on their service is themselves in some respect. But basically what you think about for selling is selling you're just giving an opportunity for someone to resolve their problem. Like at the end of the day, that is what selling is supposed to be. You're offering someone the opportunity to get a service or product that is helping to resolve their problem. And the great thing about thinking about it that way is that you're not so focused on 
that sales call or client call or whatever you're calling it, because we all have different names for it nowadays. Um, But you're really focusing on trying to help them and trying to identify what's been stopping them throughout this time to get to that solution, whether it be starting a business, whether it be losing weight, whether it be changing their mindset, whatever it might be, you're helping to relieve that for them. And the main thing with those calls is to also focus on the why, but also focus on how you can actually help them without going into too much specifics, which leads me into a great way of talking about my journey with selling and selling my services and all those type of things. So for those of you who might not know, before I started my business, I was in the customer service uh, food or food industry for, man, I think it was seven years or so. So I was very good at cleaning. I was very good at making drinks and food and serving them to others, but I never really got the selling aspect. And even when I worked at a coffee shop for a couple of years, usually around holidays, they would do um, like upsell contests. So you'd be divided into groups for your employee or your different coworkers and whoever would upsell or sell a certain amount of whatever product they decided, you guys get, you know, a free pizza party or whatever it was. Probably wasn't pizza party, honestly. It was probably just like a gift card, but my memory is shot for that. Um, But basically, whenever I would do those, I was always on the team, which didn't win, (laughs) like to be quite honest. Um, Not because I didn't believe in the product, but because I didn't see the point in offering something that someone might not need. I would tell this to every single person is, I never want to offer a product that someone doesn't need or doesn't really, you know, need in their life right now because it's being at a disservice for them. So when I went into my own business and started out as a service writer trying to sell my services as a website designer and as branding and all these type of things, I found it um, rather difficult to look at it in the same way. I was thinking, oh, well, there are people who can do DIYs, there's Squarespace, there's you know, YouTube tutorials, there's really all the places, why do people need me? And that's when all those mindset shifts that you have to kind of work with come in, and that'll be in the second part of this. But basically, it shows that there aren't a lot of ways that people will find you, unless you're just talking to them, unless they find you through an ad, unless they find you through, you know, a referral. But if you're not around them or in visible view, multiple times, they're not going to find you. And that was something I learned about really quickly was that the reason why I got clients starting off the gate was because one, people found me through hashtags, which still blows my mind to these day, <laughs> to this day. Um, and others were through referrals or word of mouth. And once that started to slow down a little bit, because I wanted to kind of really get into internet marketing, I guess you could say, like with ads and with email marketing to kind of just see how it works so I can help replicate it for others later on, I started to realize the necessity to sell, the necessity to sell yourself and your services because no one else is going to do it for you unless you have affiliates and that's a whole different podcast episode. But if you're not selling yourself or you're not educating people on why they need your services, they're not going to know they need it. And Although it's really unfortunate, it's the truth. And I remember I was so frustrated and stressed and sad and all the emotions because I couldn't figure out 
how to get people, how to get clients without selling, because selling felt gross, it felt salesy, it felt all of these things. And it's honestly, for a couple of reasons. One, I can be a natural introvert when I need to be. I like my alone time. I like kind of just quiet time. So to think of the idea of talking to thousands of people or hundreds of people per day, whatever it might be, you know, it's kind of overwhelming for really any person, but especially for that type of person as myself. But also it was understanding that selling is not meant to feel salesy. Selling is really just a way to offer up something that they might need. And the best way to do this is through educating them, is through storytelling, is through building that uh, relationship. So for me, my journey has been through one of confusion to one of trying to figure it out and also of constantly evolving. You'll find out that your selling style might be different than others. It might even be different than mine or might be different than what you're doing six months from now. And that's totally fine. Businesses and selling, all these type of things are going to be changing and evolving with you and what you find out. So now into my journey of what it was, one of the best times I could say that I was so confused was I was on a call with a person who wasn't my fully ideal client. They were a woman and they owned a business, but they weren't really my client. My clients usually are coaches in the health and life industry who are wanting to make an impact, who are wanting to help other women and other people achieve the best versions of themselves and to really make an impact. So this person was actually going from service provider to a physical product. And for those of you who might not know, physical product industry is a whole different ballgame than service. Like truly night and day because there's it's physical. There's so many different variables and factors to go into it. So when I started to talk to her about Instagram and her strategy, there was a point to where I started to overgive because I know a good amount about social media and tech that I started to kind of value vomit. And although that sounds like a really terrible phrase, basically I would give so much value that they wouldn't even feel like they need to work with me. They kept asking me questions because they wanted more value because I gave them too much. Instead of saying, Instead of discovering the why behind what they need and what their obstacles have been, and then showing them that my service or program is the actual solution for them. But instead, I decided to be like, no, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to provide value because that's how I'm going to get them when in reality, when you provide too much value, it works against you and they don't see the point in working with you because you just gave them so much value. They're going to try and do those tips on their own and honestly not come back for a bit, or if they do, they'll just want more free stuff from you. And as we all might know, because probably a lot of us have had many freebies and many free videos, is that we really don't implement as many things as we get for free because we don't value as much. We don't have as much skin in the game. And I swear, I want to have a better phrase for for what I'm trying to say for that, but skin in the game works. If you have a better phrase for that, let me know. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram at I am Danielle Clem or email me because I swear I use that so often, but it's such a very gory metaphor. I'm getting off, I'm getting sidetracked though. <laughs> but basically, is that what was happening? I gave her too much value, not enough selling, not enough explaining what her problem was and how this would feel, how this would feel if this was changed for her. 
if you really focus on the feeling part of that, because let's be real, a lot of us out there, we think with our emotions. We don't think that much with logic. We think we do. We, we really do. But most of the times we go with our gut or we go with our emotions. Like when you go buy another chocolate bar or when you buy that program that just made you feel like feeling of freedom or feeling of at one or aligned or whatever it might be. Those feelings make people want to work with you because they, you have what they want. You're showing them what they want. And instead of giving them enough value, because that's kind of putting a band-aid over things. And that's something that I had to learn pretty quickly is that giving people value for tips or tricks is basically a band-aid. You show your credibility because you have this value for them, but you're not giving them true lasting change because those tips are only meant for people who have done the steps before, like defining their brand or building a website or having an email marketing program or platform, these type of things that we all need, but a lot of people haven't really siphoned out as much. So instead of thinking about it as, okay, I have to provide as much value on this client call so that they see me as credible and so they see me as valuable and that I'm not salesy. Instead, instead think about all the things that you could help them with to really realize how much of a problem this might be for them. Go through questions like, how is this affecting you day to day? What's stopping you from getting to your solution? What's been the problem for you? Those type of things will really help shape things to go a little bit different for you. And I mean, you can find sales scripts probably really anywhere over Google, but I really recommend you to use those as a very guided outline, but make it your own. Because although those steps work very well in most of those scripts, if you do it step by step, word for word, it's going to sound robotic because it's not meant for every single person, just really as a guideline for you. So going forward, it's never really about the, the, how much value you can give them at that moment in, this, in the call. It's really more about showing them, reflecting back to them, mirroring back to them what your program, what your service, what you're offering can really do for them to achieve that solution that they want, to achieve that feeling that they want, to feel the feeling of pride when they go to the website, to feel the feeling of confidence or radiant when they look in the mirror and they, the weight they've lost, those type of things you need to reiterate back to them so that they realize, oh my goodness, this person understands what I want and can get me there and then will already be interested in what you're offering. So this is a little bit about my journey and kind of the shifts that I had to make for that, but there are some huge mindset shifts that I had to make with this too and I'm going to talk about them in one second. But I really want you guys to realize this, is that selling is serving. Remember that, because I'll be saying it again. Selling is serving. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am so happy that I'm able to be here with you guys and share a little bit about my story and how this can help you guys with selling because I know selling is one of the hardest things for us to do outside of marketing for our business starting out. And these small shifts can really help change things for you. So if you take these into steps, 
please let me know. DM me, email me. I want to know from you guys. But yes, the first thing is really all about changing the mindset, changing, reframing, all that type of things. And again, the best, 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 best advice that I've ever heard, to this day at least, was selling for a lot of us out there who are wanting to help people is think about it this way. There is someone out there who is praying for your help, who is wanting your help so bad, but has no idea how to find you and doesn't even know if your solution exists. So isn't it worth that person or any other person out there who's wanting that to talk about your service, to talk about what you do, to help them find you so that they can have their solution cured? I think that's good. I think that's a good amount. And the next caveat that comes with that too is the selling is the imposter syndrome. And the imposter syndrome is a really fun one to tackle because it's all about feeling like if you feel like a fraud in what you do or for those who are just starting out, it's really hard sometimes to feel the confidence when you're just starting out. You might not have a lot of experience in what you do yet, but you still have the skills and the know-how to do it. So the way that I like to think about it is everyone's unique selling proposition, the USP, is themselves. It is their personality, it is the way they teach things or educate things, it is them. Rather than thinking that I have to be a certain way, I have to be more polished, I have to wear suits or something like that to really exude credibility, no. It's about really sharing the truth, sharing who you are, educating why they should care, and then go from there and show them how important it is what you offer. For example, when it comes to imposter syndrome, it's almost always in our head. And I know it sounds like, no, you know, there's so many people out there who are more successful, who are more profitable, which may be true at this time, but they were all there at one point. Even Marie Forleo, this, the woman who has a seven-figure, probably more at this point, business, talks about how even she was coaching people for free for the first couple times because you need that experience And the thing is, we all start at that beginning point. We all start there. But once we acquire skills, we ask for help, we learn new things, we have this start a portfolio. And really, another caveat to that is no matter how much mindset you change about that, it also might just be time. Time to really feel into it. For example, I do Muay Thai kickboxing. The first month I definitely did not feel like I was good at it at all. I'm tall and lanky. I somehow have good power, but I'm left-handed, which is the opposite for most people in that. A lot of confusion. But four or five years down the road where I'm at now, I'm actually teaching people who are in their first couple months, okay, make sure you do this tweak. Make sure you do that. Make sure you do this. Because... I actually have knowledge and experience, but also I'm confident in what I'm saying. Although sometimes I can still get my own left and right brain mixed up, but I'm still able to help them. So even if you're just starting out, you're in your first year or two years of business, you still have the know-how to help them and you can help them. Think about the transformation that you went through. Think about the skills that you've created. That's really where it's at, is that you still have that background behind you. So don't discount yourself. You are worth it. You're worth selling your service. You are worth people paying you for what you have. You are worth it. Okay? And if you need to, you can save this little part of the video, repeat it every day, have it record for you. I'm your personal coach in this because you're worth your service. You're worth selling your service and you're worth everything. So that should help a little bit. But for a last note, 
which I think is very true in the selling industry or selling your service. It's also comparison syndrome. A lot of service providers, coaches, those type of uh, people like myself, you know, it's very easy to look at others who are a lot more successful. And first off, you might think that, oh, I'm a fraud for doing this. But second is, who am I to do this when there's so many other people out there who are more successful, who have a bigger brand? And the thing is, it's because they're not you and they're not offering what you do. For example, I specialize with helping people create one-of-a-kind online presences so they can book clients. Some people might instead go for more people who want just the selling aspect of it or for those who are doing just websites. But the thing is, is whatever you're offering is authentic and unique to you versus they're offering something else. For example, with Marie Forleo, with her B-School, that's what it's called, a B-School, it touches a lot of topics, but sometimes it doesn't go as deep as much. So for me, since I'm a former website designer, I can actually help people go really deep into the branding, into the website, into the email, those parts of it, and make it as friendly as possible, rather than those who might not have as much experience or haven't been in it, you know, in a very long time to where they're too farther, they're too far away from it. And that's what I'm here for is to help people to kind of educate them and see what they can do and see the potential in themselves and show it to others so that they buy from them. So it's kind of a full cycle. So the last thing I'll say is when you're doing these type of things, when you're selling, one of the best things you can do around mindset is think about how things are going to change for them and people around them. So say for example, you're a coach and you're selling a coaching package and they work with you and you change their mindset or their uh, business or their health. Health is huge. And to have that and to use that and think, okay, this is changing their health. It might also spark other people in their life to get on top of their health. And then it might branch out when people on social media, their friends and family see that, maybe they start thinking about it more and so forth. So what you should really try and do when you're a health coach or any type of coach in general is to really focus more on the impact you're making and the goal you're taking versus selling per hour. Because what happens is, is a lot of us out there think about more of the minimum wage or those type of tech aspects that you might not think that you're worth it. But in reality, you're designing a course or a package or a service that is based around a goal. You're helping them lose weight. You're helping them build a business. You're helping them create a new life for themselves. That is worth something. It's more worth than just how many hours per, or how many um, dollars per hour. It's not worth that at all. So last thing you need to know, selling is serving no matter what. And to do these steps, what I talked about before, the imposter syndrome, the comparison syndrome, to really reframe that for yourself, you'll start to see those shifts and you'll start to see how important it is nowadays to really look at selling as educating your clients and your followers on how important their goal is to them and why they should invest in you. So I hope this helps you guys and I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.